Hallelujah. Psalms what 16. Psalm 16, 7 through 11. Psalm 16, 7 through 11. Thank you for worshiping tonight. Thank you for coming to the house of God. Daddy would say again, it's just our reasonable service to come to church. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Did you enjoy these musicians? Give them a good hand clap here. Thank you. Praise God. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me. Let's say that together. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Verse 9 says, Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Thank God for that. Neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In the presence, in thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Second phrase from the last. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Aren't you glad to be in his presence tonight? In his presence. Let me preach to you for a little while about in thy presence is fullness of joy. I want to preach a subject titled, There is no substitute for joy. Look at somebody and say, there's no substitute for joy. You may be seated. John 15, 11 said, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. He said, These things have I spoken. What things? If you'll look in the first few verses, you can tell that Jesus said, Now ye are clean through the word. You know why we preach so much is to keep us clean. If my words, he went on to say, what, what things? You know, your joy is going to be full if you do these things. He said, uh, if, if my words abide in you, your joy is going to be full. He said, if you keep my commandments, your joy is going to be full. If you abide in my love, the joy might remain in you. It will remain in you. If you abide in me, he said, and I in you, your joy will be full. Oh, thank God. I am happy today to know that we keep on getting fed by the Word 
cleansed by the word, we can live right, and in so doing, we can be happy. Some of the happiest people in the world are those that's been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, abiding in his word, living by the word, oh, and living right. No wonder we shout. We obey the word. No wonder we praise God. We abide in him and he in us. The Bible said in the message version, 16 and 8, it said, day and night, I'll stick with God. The verse in the King James Version said, I have set the Lord always before me. Then he went on to say, I've got a good thing going, and I'm not letting go. I'm happy from the inside out and the outside in because I'm firmly formed. You canceled my ticket to hell. That's not my destination anymore. That's why I'm happy. That's why I got joy. Oh, yeah. Now that you've got my feet on the path, all radiant from the shining of your face, ever since you took my hand, I am on the right way. The psalmist was simply telling us if we serve God, live for God, and get in his presence, there is going to be fullness of joy. He said, my reins instruct me. This is the first verse that we read tonight. My reins also instruct me in the night season. What was his reins? If you'll look, you can find it was the essential organ of the bodies, the kidneys, the mind. That's where kidneys really meant the mind when it was speaking of my reins. It was actually the seat of emotions. My seat of emotions instruct me in the night season. My heart is in tune with God so in the night I can still have joy. Wise men see more with their eyes shut by night than fools can see by day with their eyes open. A meeting with God in the life to, in, in, uh, I, I had a meeting with God a year ago, when I was in the Soda Baptist Hospital, Brother David, I lay there dying, if you will. It appears that it was, it was coming. I had seen others and heard of others that had died with, the, with COVID, and my, 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 my lungs were filling up. My, my, I, had, I had severe sepsis, and it looked like it wasn't going to be a good thing for my family. Maybe it was, but to, to me it wasn't. But, uh, but, but it looked like I was on my dying bed. But I felt God laying there in that hospital room. Everything's going to be all right. If I die, it's going to be all right. I got more than a joy outside. I got more than things that I can feel and touch in the natural but I got something deep 
down inside. And I'm telling you, you can live for God from the inside out and the outside in. It does make a difference how you act and how you dress and how you look. Come on now. Come on. If you got the joy, you don't need the world. To, you don't need to look like the world. You don't need to act like the world. You don't need to go the way the world. You don't need the pleasures of the world. Woo! I'm preaching to somebody that you might get your joy full tonight because there is no substitute for joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some things you can only see in the nighttime. So when nighttime comes to your heart and into your life, there, you're going to be able to see some things that you normally didn't see. You can't see the stars at night. You can't see the sun at night. You can't see the moon at night. And so with, with, with knowing, knowing that everything's going to be all right, it's because he said, I have set the Lord always before me and I shall not be moved I have set miserable is the man who is not set miserable is the man who is not set to do right the man that's not got his mind made up he's half in or she is half in and half out they're sitting on the fence. Some of the most miserable people in the world are those that don't have their mind made up. Come on now, what am I preaching about tonight? I'm preaching about joy. You get your mind made up. Living for God's not near as hard. It's not near as tough when you get your mind made up. There is a joy that comes with having your mind set, your mind made up. Oh, yes. Oh, the, cute, the curse of the lukewarmness. When people are neither cold nor hot, they're in the valley of decisions constantly. Come on, somebody here in this place and somebody online out there in that home tonight or maybe riding in that car, you need to make a decision that from this day forward, I got my mind made up. Whatever it takes, I'm going to be saved. Whatever it takes, I'm going to live right. Whatever it takes, I'm coming to church. I'm going to support the work of God. I'm going to do right. And you know what? There'll be a joy that'll come to you. There'll be a joy that'll come to you that you had never expressed before. Woo, come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He said, day and night, I'll stick with God. I got a good thing going, and I'm not letting go. Some of you folks don't even realize how good you got it. Some of you young people that never had, I, 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 was, I was raised in church. I don't even know, I hardly even didn't know the, 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 the big time I got converted because I never was a, a, a rank sinner. You know what? I never smoked and cussed and drank and run around and all the other stuff that went with it. So I didn't even hardly know when that time come, except when I got the Holy Ghost talking in tongues. I knew there was a joy that came with that because I had abided in his word. I'd live by his word. I got something that didn't come from outside. It was the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven. 
but some of you don't realize how good you got it sitting in an apostolic church. But you ought to say, thank God I'm free. Thank God I'm free. Thank God I don't have to go to the world. I didn't have to be on drugs. I didn't have to be in alcohol. But I know what I got because I got it deep down inside. Praise him. He said, verse 9, therefore my heart is glad. Since I got my mind made up, my heart's glad. A resolute mind gives us living joy and bestows dying rest. The, the Bible said, my flesh also shall rest in hope. He said, therefore, in other words, what it's therefore, therefore my heart is glad. And when you look at therefore, you need to find out what it's there for. He said, because I have my mind made up. I have set the Lord before my heart. My heart is the inner man, the mind, the heart, the understanding, the inner part, the midst of, 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 of life, the center of everything. Your, your, your soul is glad. Your heart is glad because... Because you had your mind made up again. I know I'm, I'm repeating that, but let me, let me impress upon you. When you keep a made-up mind, you don't have to worry about what the devil's going to do. You don't have to worry about what's coming and what's going. And a lot of things will come and a lot of things will, get, uh, will go. But if you got your mind made up, you're going to heaven regardless of what comes or goes, regardless of sickness or health, rich or poor, hallelujah, you're going then there is a peace that comes with that that no tongue can tell. I like the terminology of Scripture. It said, my heart is glad, my glory rejoiceth. I looked at, I looked at the word rejoice in the Greek. The word rejoice meant to spin around. In other words, under the influence of any violent emotion. Oh, it was a dancing in a circle. My heart is glad. My glory rejoices. And I turn around. And I turn around. I'm going to tell you something. When the Holy Ghost hits you, you can't sit still. When the Holy Ghost gets on you like it, like I'm feeling it right now, it'll make you want to shout. It'll make you want to leap. It'll make you want to talk in tongues. It'll make you express that joy. My glory that my glory rejoices. Come on, turn around one time for me, boys. Turn around, my glory rejoices. I've got my mind made up. And the 11th verse said, in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. In other words, you're satisfied. My mother used to say, when we sat at the table and somebody say, I'm full. She didn't like that terminology sitting at the table. That sounded bad to her. She said, say, I've had plenty. But I'm telling you, the Bible said in the presence of God is fullness. You ever sat at a good meal? You ate a steak or, or fried chicken or or fried fish or anything fried makes me feel better. 
If I can fill up on that, I got some outside joy at least. Whoa, but that's what this meant. It was meant satisfied. That's when you eat in abundance. Well, my question is, what is the source of your joy? Where do you derive your joy? Where does it come from? The world substitutes joy for drugs and alcohol and sex and pleasure and sports. If they lose the game, if they lose in the stock market, they think about committing suicide. But I got news for you. Our joy does not come from drugs. It does not come from alcohol. It does not come from sex. It does not come from pleasure. It does not come from sports. Woo! Because in his presence is fullness of joy and at his right hand pleasures forevermore. It don't get any better than this than getting in the presence of God. Woo! Go ahead and praise him a little while. It's time to praise him a little while. It's time to get happy Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Because when I go into his presence, there's fullness of joy. Amen. I'd rather, oh yes, hallelujah. This is better, a better in, a, a day in his house is better, the Bible said, than a thousand. A day in his presence is better than a thousand. And I wonder why didn't it finish that? Why didn't it finish a thousand what? He said, you name it. Coming into his presence is better than a thousand anything. Somebody all get happy with me tonight. I'm telling you, coming into his presence is better than a thousand days of drugs and a thousand days just one day in his presence. Just one, just one day in his presence. It's better than a thousand anything. It's tongue talking weather in here. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Paul wrote to the Thessalonians. For our gospel came not unto you in word only. I've gone, I've gone to restaurants that had a menu, but, but they lacked food in the, in the kitchen. I was sitting in uh, McAllister's in uh, New Albany last week. That's where Shoney's used to be 100 years ago or so. It was actually 43 years ago, I remember, Brother Mike, I was set in Shoney's, and uh, I didn't know anything about di diabetes, and, uh, and, 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 but, but, but I, was, I was losing weight, and 120 pounds, 125 pounds, you didn't have much weight to lose. I didn't have much weight to lose. I was losing weight. I was excessive thirst and frequent urination, the top three uh, uh, symptoms of diabetes and I sat there at Shoney's that night and I ate a hot fudge cake the next day it was, my sugar was 426 
They landed me in downtown Baptist Hospital. Since that time, they tore it down. I, I go by there and think about it pretty often. But I'm telling you, I went in Shona's many a time, many a time, and you could order, you could order mayonnaise on your hamburger. You ain't never had a cheeseburger unless you put mayonnaise and pickles only on it. <laughs> but uh, you order mayonnaise and we don't have any. Somebody else ordered a baked potato. We don't have any. Ordered pickles. We don't have any. I'm thinking Walmart's right over there. All you got to do <laughs> is walk out there I'll give you the money to go if you'll go get me some mayonnaise. But I'm telling you, you and, and, and one time, as sure as I'm walking across this floor, I was going to say standing still, but I'm not standing still. Well, as sure as I'm walking across this floor, one of those guys, one of those waiters brought out a, a pad that said, we don't have this. I'm thinking the Bible said our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance. It come not with just a menu. Woo, come on, folks. Hey, we got something to shout about. What we're shouting about can be backed up in the kitchen. We got a menu, all right. We got the word, all right. But we got food in the refrigerator. Woo! We got joy behind it. It came not in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost, in much assurance as you know what manner men were among you for your sake. And you became followers of the lesson of the Holy of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with what? Come on, put that verse up there first. Thessalonians 1.15. Oh, with joy of the Holy Ghost. We got the book, folks. We got the book on them. I said we got the book on the world. It does say repent. It does say get baptized in Jesus' name. It does say get the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, but we don't just have the book. We got something to back up what the book says. We got it. Hallelujah, and with joy of the Holy Ghost. When you receive the word, joy comes with it. The Bible said, Acts 13, 52, and the disciples were filled with joy. Can you keep up with me on these verses here? And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. You know what comes first? Righteousness comes first. You know what comes next? Peace comes first. When you're righteous, you can have peace. And then when you got righteousness and peace, then it's the joy of the Holy Ghost that comes along with it. I'm telling you, there is no substitution. There is no substitute for the Holy Ghost. Joy. I've watched many saw the peace and I saw the joy 
come across their face when they receive the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, it just doesn't happen. You don't come out of this altar after getting the Holy Ghost with a frown on your face. How many have seen what I've seen? How many have ever prayed to somebody through the Holy Ghost? How many have been standing with somebody when they got the Holy Ghost? Come on, have you seen it? Come on, raise your hand. If you've you've ever helped somebody pray through and you saw somebody when they got the Holy Ghost, stand up right now. Stand up right now. Oh, yeah, what happened to them? There was a peace that come about them. There was a joy. There was a joy that come about them. Brother Paul, run up here real quick. Come here real quick. Come here, hallelujah. On a Sunday afternoon, he was sitting right over here. Am I telling it right? Right over here on a Sunday afternoon. Come on over here. Come on, you might feel it again over here. Come on, you're feeling it right now, aren't you? Hallelujah. You know what? We baptize him in Jesus' name. Paul got the Holy Ghost talking in tongue right over here and put joy on his face, smile on his face. I'm telling you, it's real. It's real. I know it's real. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. There's no thrill like the thrill of the Holy Ghost. No thrill. No high to compare with the Holy Ghost thrill. Tell me, drug addicts. Try to get back to that first high that they got the first time they got high. I don't know how accurate that is, but that's what I heard. So what do they do? They go back, and it don't seem like the same feeling they had when they first got it. Can somebody verify that? Am I right? So they go back and they get something harder, get something deeper, something worse but they still never get what they got on that first high. But I'm telling you, when you get the Holy Ghost, it just keeps on getting better. And it just keeps on getting better. You say, I don't know. Yes, you do know. If you'll get it again tonight, you can get that joy one more time. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, nothing can come pair to the experience of the joy of the Holy Ghost. The young children used to sing, years ago, I've got that joy, 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 joy. Where? Where? I've got that joy, 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 joy. Where? Down in my heart to stay. I'd like to go back to some of them good old songs like that, wouldn't you? But with the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, it just keeps on getting better and better. 2 Corinthians 9, 15. I'm skipping a verse or two on you. 2 Corinthians 9, 15 said, Thanks be unto God for his... Finish it for me. For his unspeakable gift. The message version said, thank God for this gift, his gift. No language can praise it enough. The ESV version said, thanks be to God for his inexpressible 
gift. The ISV version said, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. The CE version said, thank God for his gift that is too wonderful for words. Paul said in Corinthians, in the King James Version, thanks be unto God for the unspeakable gift. I'm just trying to explain to somebody that's never felt it, never heard it, never seen it before. It's unspeakable. You can't explain how good it is. Words can't Words can't tell how good it is and you'll not know for yourself until you experience it for yourself. Thank God, thank God, thank God. There is no substitute for the joy of the Holy Ghost. First Peter 1, 8 said, Whom having not seen, ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, Yet believing you rejoice with joy, with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Nehemiah 8 and 10 said, Then he said unto them, Go your way and eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions unto him for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord, neither be ye grieved. What? For the joy of the Lord is your strength. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Matthew Henry wrote and said the people were wounded with the words of the law that were read to them. The law works death and speaks terror, shows men their sins and their misery and danger because of sin, and thunders a curse against everyone that continues not in every part of his duty. Therefore, when they heard it, they all wept. It was a good sign that their hearts were tender like Josiah's when he heard the words of the law. They wept to think how they had offended God and exposed themselves by their many violations of the law. When some wept, all wept, for they all saw themselves guilty before God. But watch this. It was one of the solemn feasts on which it was their duty to rejoice. I'm telling you, you don't be in sorrow all the time. When you repent, you get in sorrow. You get in sorrow for your sin. It was one of the solemn feasts on which it was their duty to rejoice, and even sorrow, watch this now, and even sorrow for sin must not hinder our joy in God, but rather lead us to it and prepare us for it. What are you saying? I'm saying it's time to get over weeping and mourning and begging and having to repent all the time. It's time for us to get up and get happy. You've been forgiven. You've been set free. It's time that the joy of the Lord shows on your face. I said it's time that the joy of the Lord shows on your face. I've watched people, I've watched their countenance change. I've watched them from their smile to their blank expression, then to a frown, 
than to bitterness because somewhere in that line of things, they had lost their joy. You watch it when people dress up and come to church and sit on the first three or four rows. Then the next time, they don't dress up anymore. Come on. When they once had their hands in the air, they were once walking around the front and praising God with everybody. Then they began to sit back. And they, I'm not saying it's bad to sit on the back row. We got some good folks sitting on the back row. But I'm talking about people that normally had had some thrill and joy of the Holy Ghost. Then they started losing out, and they lose, and they lose, and they lose, and the joy of the Lord leaves them. I watched a man in this church several years ago. I watched him as long as he was talking in tongues, and as long as he was worshiping, and as long as he had the joy, he had victory over cigarettes victory over the enemy but when I saw him lose that joy he lost the victory and would get away from God for a while but I'm here to tell you the joy of the Lord is our the joy of the Lord is our strength you say it make oh it doesn't make it yes it does make some difference there is no substitute for joy somebody needs to get a smile back on their face they need to get happy. They need to get happy when God does something. Woo, come on, somebody. Praise him in a little while. Oh, yes. You may not be able to joy in yourself or your surroundings, but you can always rejoice in the Lord. Skipping down to Philippians 4, 4, the Bible said rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord when? Part of the time when you feel good, when everything's going fine. No, you rejoice in the Lord always. And again, he said, I will say Rejoice. First Peter 4, 13. But insomuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, rejoice that at the revelation of his glory also you may rejoice with exceeding joy. Isaiah wrote, The joy before thee according to the joy in the harvest, and as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. I'm here to tell you when you when you get when you see a, a good harvest, you're gonna rejoice. When you get when you see the money coming in, you're gonna rejoice. When things are going well, you're gonna rejoice according to the joy in harvest. But watch this the locusts that hit. In Joel's day, Joel 1.12, Joel 1.12, the locusts had hit. The vine is dried up, and the fig tree languishes. The pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree. Even all the trees of the field are what? Withered. Why? Because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Because joy is withered away. It looked to me like that was backwards. Isaiah said it was the other way around. They had joy in the harvest, 
Amen. As men rejoice when they divide the spoil. Now Joel is coming and saying, the trees of the field have anguished, pomegranates have troubled, and the fig tree's gone, the vines dried up. Why? Because joy is withered away. It wasn't, it wasn't because they, 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 didn't, they didn't have joy because this other happened. It was they didn't have the fig tree flourishing and all these other palm trees flourishing because they didn't have the joy. What are you saying? I'm saying you can't wait on everything to happen good in your life before you get the joy of the Holy Ghost down inside. I said you can't wait on everything that's wonderful and, and pleasing and everything that's wonderful and good before you get the joy. You need to get that first or you may lose some things in your life. You may lose some things in your life. Praise him just a little while. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The writer, John, I believe it was, said, I would that your soul, your, 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 your body prospers, your health prospers as your spirit prospers. In other words, the more joy you got, the more you're going to be blessed physically. Not the more you physically get before you start getting joy. But your, 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 your health depends on how much joy you have. And there's a whole lot to do with that. I find that happy people are more healthy people. Sad people are those more times that's got bad health. I don't know which kind, I don't know what the chicken or the egg is, except I do know what Joel said that because that the, the, the the palm tree don't flourish anymore. Amen. The fig tree don't flourish anymore because the people of God have lost their joy. I'm telling you, if you want to be blessed, get your joy back. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and thank him for just a little while. Sister Wilson, Sister Pat and I were in, in West Virginia. They took us through a coal mine up there. They, they, this coal mine, they would take a canary bird into the mine. And this canary bird was normally a happy and, 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 and cheerful bird. But when the canary stopped singing, Something they, they better be starting getting out of that coal mine because that canary bird was so built that it could take in take in air when it was inhaling or exhaling. It had it was a, it was something that God built in it for some reason. Thank God, the canaries were fearfully and wonderfully made, and that bird could take in that oxygen inhaling and exhaling so it could detect if something was wrong, if there was some monoxide or whatever, poisons of gases underground in those, in those caves, in those mines. Oh, yeah. But when, and they would set this little canary up with them where they were working. And if that canary bird stopped singing, they better start getting out of there. 
What are you saying? I'm saying God gives us something deep down inside of us that we're, we should be able to detect if there's something poisonous going on if we lose our song, if we lose our joy. Somebody ought to help me preach right now. If we lose our thrill. Come on, something's getting wrong. And we better get away from what's going on in our lives that's hindering us to lose our joy. There's no substitute for joy, sir. I'm just telling you one more time. Get it back. Get it back. Get your joy back. Get your joy back. Oh, yes. Youth, I've watched young people be raised in church. Apparently, they didn't get the real thrill of the Holy Ghost that they ought to got, uh, they ought to had. When they, when they supposedly had gotten the Holy Ghost, and because of that, when they got big enough and old enough to get out of their mom's house, in dad's house, they said, this is the way I'm going to live, and this is the way I'm going to do. Why? Because way back yonder, somewhere when they were a teenager, they didn't really get the joy of the Holy Ghost that they ought to got. So all they knew about Pentecostalism and all they knew about apostolic was what they had to give up and what they couldn't have. But I'm here to tell you, there is a joy that's, that's greater that what you have to give up and what you can't get, and you better get that joy, boys and girls, or you'll be, listen to me, listen to me, or you'll be a backslider. You'll be on your road to hell. You'll, come on now. There is no substitute for joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That's why we have youth conferences. That's why we have Christian school. That's why we have uh, youth services. That's why we have get-togethers and activities. It's so our boys and girls can hear the word one more time and get that joy. Come on. We're not saved by works of righteousness, which we have done. Come on, which we have done. It's not our past that's going to save us, but it's by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Somebody ought to get renewed tonight. You ought to get your joy back tonight. If you're out sitting on the couch in your home, you need to lift your hands and say, I want my joy back. I want my joy back because that's the way I'm going to be saved. It's through the joy, through the joy. Through the joy, through the joy of the Holy Ghost. Stand with me. You can read about it. You can hear about it. But until you experience it, you won't know about it till you get it for yourself. Come on. You have no idea how good it is until you feel that expression of God in your life. Oh, the psalmist said, Rejoice, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. When that joy leaves, when that canary bird quits singing, that inbound 
thrill of the Holy Ghost is not there, you better recognize something's wrong. Girls, you listen to me. Boys, you listen to me. When you can't feel this joy anymore, you better get a hold of something. If those miners didn't get out of that, didn't get out of that mine, Brother Devin, they didn't get out of that mine, they was going to die because it was poison in that cave. I'm telling you, if you've lost your thrill, if you've lost your joy, you better come to this altar tonight and say, fill me with your spirit one more time. Reassure me, Lord, that I am thine. If I should ever, if I should ever not feel your presence, God, somehow if I, don't, if I lose my, fight, my smile and I lose my thrill, somehow, God, wake me up. Somehow get me out of that poisonous place in my life because I need your joy one more time. Come on down here. Let's say, God, restore unto me. 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 The joy of thy salvation. Somebody else pray you through. You can throw your head back, throw your hands up. Say, I want that joy, Lord. Give it to me, God. It's between me and you. I want that smile back on my face. Oh, I got that joy, 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 joy. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. I've got that joy, 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 joy. Down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay.